0: Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode 143, recorded May 7th, 2023. I'm your host, Charles Current. And in today's episode, Locky Award winners, the status of LPUbelts.com, lock picking games, first pick of a six row, 20 pin Kaba, ABUS Touch 57 series bypass, the quick crack, cracking the Roosevelt safe and other videos, new products, events, meetups, sales, giveaways, and more. You can subscribe to the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, or Apple Podcasts. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. Full show notes with all of the links can always be found at thelocksportscast.com. So I want to start by apologizing for not getting an episode out last week, but I did use all of that time for prepping and doing the live stream for the Locky Awards. Start off with some industry news here. The Justice Department has reached a settlement in the suit to block ASA Abloy's proposed acquisition of Spectrum Brands. They put out a notice on May 5th that said the Department of Justice announced today that it has reached a settlement in its litigation regarding ASA Abloy's proposed $4.3 billion acquisition of Spectrum Brand Holding Inc.'s Hardware and Home Improvement Division, the proposed settlement requires ASA Abloy to divest assets as a condition of finalizing ASA Abloy's transaction with Spectrum Brands Holding Inc. Next up, we have a cautionary story: a deadbolt lock with key may have trapped couple who died in Magnolia fire. This is in Magnolia, Texas. I'll uh, spare all the d- specific details of the story, but there was a fire, and. Two people were found deceased inside near the door, a door which had a double key deadbolt that apparently kept them from being able to exit the house when it caught on fire. The article does say that they don't know at this point whether all the smoke detectors were working in the house or not, uh, how much notice the occupants had. But it does appear that they were not able to make a quick exit when needed due to a double key deadbolt. So. Just a word of caution, double key deadbolts can be deadly, and that is why in a lot of areas they are not allowed on residential structures. Next up is a warning about a new scam going around. This is from Shelby Township in Michigan. Shelby Township police warn of lockbox scam. Evidently, the police department is warning the public of a scam involving boxes and garage codes. Police say residents received a flyer about setting up a lockbox or code with Macomb County Dispatch, encouraging people to call a non-emergency line and provide an address, the code, and location of the lockbox or keypad. They say Macomb County is unaware of such a program actually being in place, and they want to remind residents never to give information regarding your home, and always contact law enforcement through a verified and properly vetted phone number with any concerns such as this. Don't uh, call the number on the flyer. Basically, you should actually go through the process of looking up your local police and uh, emergency services non-emergency numbers. Contact them that way rather than any number through a flyer that you might receive because it could be a scam such as this. People who fall for this will be giving them the keys to the house, basically, and the address. So hopefully not too many people fell for it. Hopefully the word gets out to other communities where they might try and do the same thing all right moving on to community news we'll start with the lockie award winners for 2022 just a reminder um, i know the naming is confusing and i probably should have done it different but these are awards for 2022 for videos and events that happened in the year of 2022 i know we're pretty good part of the way through 2023 so it's a little confusing anyway i'll do a quick rundown of the winners here i'm not going to do the whole presentation like we did on the live stream you can watch that if you want to see all the the clips and everything but uh, lucky award winners for 2022 best editing went to artichoke 2000 theory of picking barrel drivers twins part three best audio went to the Lockjock for asa 700 lpu red belt consideration best lighting went to hv logic for repairing a broken padlock Best visual aids and effects went to Pug Picks Locks for the Abus Titelium and Brinks Padlocks How Spool Pins Work, How to Detect and How to Defeat Them. Most informative went to Land Spikey for Keys for Hard Challenge Locks in Depth DIY walkthrough part one. This was part of a series on how to make difficult challenge locks. Most creative video went to S.E. Lock and Key for "I built the world's first access-controlled lock-throwing catapult." Funniest video went to Lady Lock and Friends for "Picking Time" episode eighteen with Lady Locks and Lockheed. And just to clarify, this the nomination and the award are intended for the group because the the picking time live streams are not like a video created by one person. The reason this is funny is because the involvement of all of the people involved. So. Um congratulations to all of you. Most impressive pick went to abrasive for Sunday chillin multi lock MTL5 plus picking gut in hand in the bath. Best out of package pick went to panda frog for underwater out of the pack pick of a casino aluminum padlock 30 mm. Most impressive gutting disaster went to also Pandafrog for IF'd up with a quick Packlock ninety A Pro Pick and Huge Gutting Disaster. Most supportive commenter went to the Lock Picker 1969. Most creative challenge went to Pandafrog for Deep Blue Pickers. Most creative giveaway went to Knox Locks for Noxlocks Lock Three for Me. Best Challenge Lock also went to Pandafrog for registered pain mail best custom made pick went to DMAC for a video he made with a trio of three custom picks so um you can check that video out and see which one you like best i guess community spirit award went to the lock picker 1969 and the lock sportscast award which is one where i just get to choose went to anthony uh also known as Charel. For consistently sharing news with the Lock Sportscast in 2022, Anthony is a a large part of the reason that the podcast was able to keep going for the year, so I just wanted to recognize that contribution by awarding him the Lock Sportscast Award. Congratulations to all the winners, and congratulations to all those nominated. Just a reminder, nominating is not a particularly easy process the way I have it set up. You have to register for an account, and then figure out how the system works to enter all of your nominations so if you were nominated if somebody liked your content enough to actually go in and work through the process to get you nominated you should feel honored in other news we have what appears to be the first public pick of a six row 20 pin kaba by dr hogmaster shared in a video he posted on april 19th the lock appears to be a kaba Miwa. Style, although the exact model is not known for sure, he thinks it's possibly an Orion. Congratulations to Doctor Hogmaster on uh, picking that. Twenty pins in a lock is nothing to sneeze at. Over on Reddit on April twenty second in the r slash tool Reddit, there was a question posed by a user about the Tool US membership system, and asking if anybody had any updates because it was still down. The response was, thanks for reaching out. We are on single digit days from releasing our new membership system. In the meantime, I'm DMing you with a link to our not yet fully released discord server. Sorry about membership system outage. We are a fully volunteer nonprofit and infrastructure has been a challenge in the past. Uh, I haven't had a chance to check this morning, but I checked yesterday and the system was not yet online. So it looks like they're a little more than single digits out, but uh, understand that they they are a fully volunteer group, and they do have their limitations as to what they can do and how fast they can do it. But uh, look forward to the new system coming online, and uh, interested to learn more about the Discord server. Also over on Reddit, in the r slash lockpicking Reddit, on April 24th, There was a post with the 60-day stats from lpubelts.com. They are very clear that the main metrics they track are the number of unique visitors to the site by IP address and the total visits, how many times in total visitors came to the site, and what types of locks were viewed. They say that everything is logged anonymously and they don't use Google or other analytics providers out of respect for people's privacy. The post then goes on to some of the interesting parts of the data, such as that they are currently getting about 160 people using it each day. They've had visitors from 68 different countries, and that includes all 50 states and the District of Columbia here in the U.S. Usage is mostly focused on the lower belts. However, they have seen a lot of use in the black belt locks as well. So if you're interested in that type of thing, you can find out more by following the link in the show notes to the original post. And if you're really into looking at the data, they have a link to the actual full stats if you uh, if you want to parse through that. And then very recently, on May 5th, they put up a post that said, Hey, ABIS fans, we need your help filling in images for the Belt Explorer. They say you don't need to be a professional photographer to submit pictures for LPUbelts.com. And, but they are soliciting photos of ABUS locks. And they do have a list of locks in there that they are specifically missing photos for in the ABUS lineup. So if you think you can help out with that, follow the link in the show notes and uh, check out the original post for any updates. Over on Twitter, Lockpicking Dev put out a call for people to contribute to a list of lockpicking games. The tweet said lockpicking games, a thread list, all the lockpicking games. You know, if you create one and have your own product, list it here too. It would be cool to get a list going and lockpicking dev started the list with a few ideas. Um, An example here, lockpick wizard blindfolded and must pick as many locks as can without being able to see their tools or the locks they have been given. The person with the most locks open after a given time limit is the winner, played in rounds with the best scores moving on to the next round. Anyway, it gives you an idea of the type of thing he's looking for. So if you want to help out with that list, you can follow the link in the show notes to that Twitter post. Next up is a reminder that even though this is a great community and in, you know, by large, the people in this community are extremely supportive and helpful. In any community, you are going to get some people that uh, take advantage of others. This was a Reddit post in the r slash lockpicking Reddit called "Scams Abound." It said, "Hi amigos, I just wanted to put out a PSA of sorts to make sure and get the word out about scams. I'm sure this is a thing everywhere, but also exists in our little group here. Personally, I've fallen for two already, and it can happen to you." The poster goes on to give a couple of kind of vague examples of the scams that were fallen for also asks for other people to give examples of scams they've fallen for. If you want to know who the people that were pulling these scams are, you can check out the Reddit post. Um, Some people did ask for actual names, and I believe those were given in the thread. So if you're interested, who to avoid, it might be a good one to check out. It's been uh, a while since my last episode and a lot has happened. And, you know, there was an outbreak of uh, bad weather and tornadoes and such in certain areas. And we got a tweet from Albert LaBelle on April 20th saying, I'm lucky to be alive. We got hit hard by several tornadoes last night. Widespread damage. Looks like a war zone. Been without power since last night. Check out the news for more info. Just want to say thankful that Albert is okay. Wishing the best for all the people that were affected by this. All uh, all the families that lost so much. And for any uh, injuries or lives lost. Um, Also, uh, Lockpicking Legend put out a video recently called Lockpicking Legend. A few words about my absence. Um, Long and short of it. Hasn't made a video in a while. And uh, just put up a quick video letting us know why. Um, Turns out... uh, short of it is his mother passed away unexpectedly uh, a lot to deal with so best wishes to uh buck picking legend and family and uh sorry for your loss all right now let's uh pick things back up a notch uh talon pick has put out a video recently called 332 abyss granite victory 39 plus picked with my homemade pick And it is in uh, Spanish, but uh, it does have English subtitles in the video. He's picking this Avis lock with a homemade, custom-designed Disc Detainer pick. And he has put out uh, links to Thingiverse with uh, some of the files needed to make this particular pick. And if you want to know even more about it, you can check out a video by the greenish one called Showing Talon Picks DD Pick. Parkside Disk Detainer Lock Picked. And in that, he goes over in a lot more detail what the pick is like. And it looks like it's a slightly newer and refined version of what Talon made originally. So if you are interested, if you don't have a good, reliable DD pick yet, you might want to check those out and uh, check out the links to the Thingiverse files. In other videos here, we have one by the Greenish One again called explaining the method to pick the Western Electric 30C. This is a very well done video with a cutaway 30C showing the exact method that the greenish one used to pick the Western Electric 30C. It's still not an easy process, but uh, being able to see it really helps understand what is going on in there and why you would be feeling the things you're feeling. So, very well done, and I appreciate that video very much. Thank you, the greenish one. And 206 picks put up a couple of videos on the Abus Touch 57 series and a new bypass that they've discovered. Uh, first video being their number 104, Abus Touch 57 series bypassed non-destructive. That is a simple video demonstrating the technique, but there's no audio on that particular one. And then on his video, 105 ABUS Touch 57 Series Bypass Explained, goes into details with a cutaway version and exactly how the bypass works. So nice work on discovering the bypass and uh, nice work on explaining it and demonstrating it. Thank you very much for that. Next up, we have a couple of videos by Safe CrackerBot. The first called Safe Cracking Tutorial, The Quick Crack. It's how to open a gate drop safe in 60 seconds or less with enough practice. Step-by-step tutorial on how to manipulate a safe dial to get the combination to open. This is a method used to exploit the fact that people generally don't spin the dial and clear all of the wheels when they lock their safe. And if they haven't done that, this video will show you how to quickly find the combination. And the next video, also by SafeCrackerBot, Bot, is Cracking the Roosevelt Safe, Amazing History Within. He uses his auto dialer, which he calls the cracking Robot, to open a safe which has film canister in it. In that canister are several rolls of old film, and he goes through the process of setting up a device to actually digitize the film and show us what it contains, which... uh I think the title says it all, Roosevelt. It is actual really old footage of President Roosevelt. And uh, definitely worth checking out. It's an amazing find to find in an old safe because quite frankly, most of the time they are empty. So this is pretty cool. Moving on to products. First up, we have the Multipick eras or A-R-E-S. I'm not sure how they're saying that. This is a complete system, they say. They're attempting to solve the problem of having different tools for various different types of dimple locks and disc detainer locks. And this system can handle both with the right kits. They say, we have solved this problem in a typical multi-pick way. Here you can choose from four different sets for the perfect time-saving and inexpensive opening of dimple cylinder locks and or disc detainer locks. Our multi pick Eris opening system is designed in a modular way and therefore offers a wide opening spectrum. It gives you flexibility at the front door and allows you to quickly adjust the required tools to corresponding lock or cylinder. They say they are also working on further add-ons, such as for opening safes and 16 new variants for different dimple cylinders. And the different kits offer you, there's a kit specifically for dimple locks one for dd locks and then they have more complete kits on top of that they range in price from 249 euros to 979 euros all right next product is the lock tech smart key decoder i know this isn't specifically a new tool but this is a new newer version with the sc1 keyway and several new improvements they th- say so It is fully capable of opening the Schlage SC1 KeyWade smart keys. And there is a video that they put out demonstrating its use. And I found that actually quite fascinating to see how easy it looks to be to use. So if you want to check that out, I'll have a link to the video in the show notes, as well as, of course, a link to the product, which is $365 US. There are several new products over at Covert Instruments. First up, they have the FNG, which of course stands for effing New Guy. And it is a set specifically aimed at beginners. It's uh, under $10, gets you three tools, which is a short hook, a wave rake, and the turning tool. They say that these are quality products straight out of their Genesis set, so not like the other cheap sets. So an afford- the idea is an affordable set that you can get started with or you can recommend somebody get started with that will let them discover the joy of lock picking, but not be one of those cheap Amazon sets that's going to break right away. There'll be good tools that they continue to use and add on to. It also includes an acrylic practice lock of limited value, but uh, good for instructional purposes for the new picker. That sells for nine dollars and fifty cents over at uh, Covert Instruments. They also have the Arbiter Bypass Kit, which includes eight tools for quickly exploiting bypasses. It includes a traveler hook, Adams right wire, commercial door hook, padlock bypass driver, a six thousandths notch decoder, a ten thousandths notch decoder, a knife tool, a credit card latch slipper, and all of that with an olive drab green Tradecraft case, and sells for $75 US. And last for Covert Instruments is a Packlock 900A cutaway. This is a factory cutaway of a Packlock lock model 900A, and they say that because the cutaway was made at the Packlock lock factory, all the finishing and anodizing was performed after the cutaway work. Makes this an extremely professional looking cutaway. They are all key to like, made in the USA, and cost $95 US. Moving on to a few resources for people to use here, we have lock picking Lookup. This is lplookup.info. And what the site does is allows you to search for a lock, and the site will return a list of videos about that lock, mostly from the lock picking lawyer, but uh, I have seen that sometimes it will include some Bosnian Bill videos. So if you need specific information about how to pick a particularly challenging lock, you can check out lplookup.info. Uh, link is also in the show notes. And on Reddit R/physEC, a simple lock picking and lock sport directory. They say we made a simple lock picking and lock sport directory for everyone. They say we've compiled a list of all the lock picking groups, forums, meetups, discord servers slack channels conferences tool supplies and more that we are aware of at locksport.net they say there are no ads no sponsorship and it's a simple single html page which they try to keep vaguely up to date if you have any links that you'd like them to add uh, feel free to let them know Uh, looking at the site it is a very simple site and it says it is maintained by the OzSecCon team with love. So anyway, I will have a link to the Reddit post and the site in the show notes. Moving on to events and meetups, just a reminder, the events listed are ones that say they are going to have some physical security content, a lockpicking village or or something like that. First up, on May 12th, we have B-Sides Knoxville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Also on May 12th, the ERSI Convention 2023 in Bologna, Italy. We have the MCPA HammerCon, which is the Military Cyber Professionals Association. May 18th in Laurel, Maryland. Hack for Kids Chicago, June 3rd in Chicago, Illinois. Circle CityCon, June 23rd, Indianapolis, Indiana. Lockfest EU, September 23rd in Karlovy, Very Czech Republic. Heck for Kids, Grand Rapids, September 29th in Grand Rapids, Michigan. b Augusta, October 7th in Augusta, Georgia. b Jacksonville, October 14th, Jacksonville, Florida. The MLA Expo, October 20th in St. Gate, Teleford, Shropfer, Shropshire. St. Con, October 24th in Provo, Utah. The ISSA, Columbus, October 21st, Columbus, Georgia. And last, DEFCON 31, August 10th, 2023 in Las Vegas, Nevada. (music) Moving on to Lockpickers United belts, we have a few new belts to announce this week. Uh, Congratulations to Frequency on earning a purple belt. And congratulations to Don and Digpix, or Digpix, I'm not sure how they pronounce their name, but both earned Red Belts. So congratulations to all of you. If you are not already familiar with the Lockpickers United Belt System, there are links in the show notes to the official page, as well as some videos that explain the system. It's a fun game that helps you kind of develop your skills in an organized way. Now it's time to take a quick break, say thank you to the people that made this particular episode possible. We'll start with the financial supporters. We have PandaFrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, Dave DB Decipher, LeBon's Locksport Journey, Pat from Monsensor Tactical, Three Raccoons in a Coat, Anthony, aka Chorell, Dr. Hogmaster, Clayton Howard, aka Cooltoon, Mog, Rat Yoke, Mr. Picker, Cranky Lockpicker, Barebones Lockpicking, Snake Paracentric, John R. Chief Content Producer for this episode is Anthony, aka Charell. Our other content producers are Artichoke2000, Barebones Lockpicking, Dr. Hogmaster, D-Wig, iFisk, I'm Gumby, Joshua Gonzalez, Lady Locks, Mishra, Open Lock, Pocket Woman, PyroLock, Reinder, Tequila Dave, The Greenish One, and Tony Varelli. Thank you to all of you for your support. This show would not be possible without that support because this show relies completely on the support of the community to continue to operate. If you value this podcast, the number one most important thing you can do to keep it going is sending in news, links, events, giveaway information. Everybody has their own little groups that they hang out in. Even in a a hobby as small as this, you have different groups. You have the people that are in the Discord, the people that are in the Reddit, some of which cross. There's always crossover. But you have all these different groups. And some things happen in one group. And they aren't disseminated easily to the rest of the crowd. And that's what this show was meant to do. So even though you are doing something and it's well known in your group or you've seen something in your, your specific part of the community that you think, oh, probably everybody knows about, doesn't matter. If you send it in to me, I will get it out on the podcast and let all the others know about it. That is the whole purpose of this podcast. So, again, the number one most important thing you can do, support the podcast, is send in your news, links, events, giveaway information, anything you have that you think the community would like to know about or should know about. You can either send it to me, email, podcast at thelocksportscast.com, or there are many other ways listed in the show notes, Uh, my different social media accounts. Easy way is just to tag me on a Discord or Twitter or any of the other social media sites in a comment on a post or something and i will check it out if you can't do that other ways that you can help are to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends the more people listening the more people there are that might be able to support the show with news uh, you can also help the logarithm to spread it by leaving a review comment thumbs up whatever the platform that you listen on allows Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you want to help financially, you certainly can. Definitely not required. Always appreciated, but not required. Um, You can donate via PayPal or subscribe on Patreon or Subscribestar. If you support the show with information I use in the show or donation, I will give you credit in the show and in the show notes, just like the people I mentioned earlier. If you have interesting stories about things that happened to you because you're in the Locksport community, or because you're a locksmith, or anything like that, uh, feel free to send them in. I'd love to share them on the show. If you want to submit feedback, you are certainly welcome to do that as well. I'd love to get feedback and uh, suggestions from the community. Next up, we have a story that was sent in by a listener, and this was entitled, Locked Out of My House. It says, This morning, my child accidentally locked the front door of our house on their way to school. When I returned after dropping them off, my key would not work in the lock. The key pin would not budge, and the key would not fully enter the core. I attempted to pick the lock using a single pin and a rake, but had no success. Fearing that my key was too worn out, I called my mother to bring her spare. While waiting for her, I tried to open the deadbolt on the back door using a monkey paw and top of the keyway tension, but to no avail. I then attempted to pick it using a city rake and... Finally, it opened. I exclaimed a triumphant expletive and cackled with delight. My mother could hear me from the front of the house. Once inside, I had my mother stay put as I went outside to test my key, which surprisingly worked. It turned out that my child had locked the door without rotating the cylinder fully, which explained why my key wouldn't work. I want to express my gratitude to the ATX Locksport slash Longhorn Lockpicking community for providing me with fun and useful skill set that saved me money and gave me a satisfying moment. Mishra. Kind of an interesting little story. And uh, thank you for sharing that, Mishra. And glad you were able to get in your house. All right, moving on to sales. We have Artisan Ideas, discount code Jason, which I have a confirmed report that it does work they're the ones that sell the antique locks and keys their history uses and mechanisms book that uh, jason over at se lock and key recommends Uh, i do have word that their uh, packaging and shipping might leave a little bit to be desired at least one person's book did not arrive in great condition so i have several discount codes i believe four of them for a multi-pick and each for a different creator i am not positive when those expire so i'm just going to keep listing them unless somebody tells me that they don't work and those are all in the uh show notes if you want to check them out over at vent or zfix you can uh save on some items by checking out their specials page no discount code required barebones lockpicking has a code for may the code is prince returns 10 And that will expire at the end of May. 3dlocksport.com, you can save 10% if you use the code LSCAST10. Southord has a special sales page and a cosmetically blemished page, both of which can save you some money on very specific items. There are no codes required or offered at this time that I know of. Uh, Over at Law Lock Tools, you have a choice of a 10% off code if you check out Review Guru's Twitter link, which is in the show notes, or you can save 50% off of their pouches with a special coupon code they have running called Pouch50, and that is While Supplies Last, and you can also save 50% on the Ridgeback set While Supplies Last with the code RB50. Over at Mako Locks, you can save 15% with the code BUYMAKO. And over at UK Lock Pickers, you can save 10% off with the code GIFT. Moving on to giveaways. Nothing uh, specifically called out this week, but I do have the Pocket Woman Lotto Lock Tuesday. She does regular giveaways in that series if you wanna check that out. And Lady Locks and Friends do the Picking Time live streams, and there are quite often some giveaways over there. And of course, CLK Supplies does weekly giveaways, their Lock Boss giveaways. And they are locksmith suppliers, so they always have a lot of really cool prizes. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you if you've listened all the way through. I apologize again for missing some weeks here recently, especially last week. I thought I would have enough time to get it all done, but uh, preparing for the Locky Awards took longer than I remembered. And uh, I wanted to make sure to get that done and get those winners announced. So remember to send in your news leak news links events giveaway information all that stuff and thank you and remember to keep it legal